Hello and welcome back to Uniquely Created. I'm Chrissy and I'm glad you're joining me for Mindflow Monday. If you've been following me on social media, you probably noticed that you've been seeing my face a little more than normal. While I'm so thankful for social media and networking, especially now that we're called to be physically distant, I also see the importance of watching what you're taking in because not everything that's showing up on my feed is all that happy. So this week I've been a little bit more intentional about making sure that I'm trying to bring a little bit of happiness, a little bit of joy, and yeah, a little bit of laughter too. It's easy to get caught up in the mess, the negativity, but more than ever, we need to stand firm in our faith and show it because it matters. We need only look back at some of the stories of the Bible to show the power of standing in faith, no matter what the circumstances look like. Let's travel back to the book of Daniel. I think most people are familiar with the story of the furnace. King Nebuchadnezzar made an idol out of gold and decreed that everyone must bow down and worship it when music played or be thrown into a furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to worship the gods of Nebuchadnezzar or bow down before anyone or anything but God. They were warned of their fate, with Nebuchadnezzar even asking in chapter 3, verse 15, Then what God will be able to rescue you from my hand? It continues on to say, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of God that you have set up. Look at the key words there. But even if he does not, their love and their worship of God wasn't tied to what he would do for them. It came from who he was. They knew he was more than capable, but they also didn't know what the outcome would be. They just stood firm knowing his power and knowing who he was. The story goes on to say that Nebuchadnezzar was ticked, so he turned up the furnace, had them tied, and thrown in. But here things change. Nebuchadnezzar grew confused because when he looked in the fire, he saw four figures, not three, and they were unbound. And the fourth looked like God. He called the men out, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out all completely fine. And here we see the transformation in Nebuchadnezzar. Look at verse 28. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save in this way. Now God didn't pull them out of the furnace, but he kept them safe within. And as we look at Nebuchadnezzar's statement, we see that much of the praise is due to how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego trusted in God and were loyal to him even before they knew what the outcome would be. Their faith, even in the furnace, may have angered Nebuchadnezzar in the beginning, but he respected it in the end. He had already seen God's power before this, when Daniel was able to interpret his dream. But now, through Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he's able to see God at work again. It may be our faith in the midst of the heat that allows others to see God. Later in Daniel, we see another story we know with a similar lesson. In Daniel 6, we find King Darius and Daniel. Daniel is highly regarded by King Darius, which created jealousy with the other satraps. They convinced Darius to create a law that anyone who prayed to any god or person 
other than him for 30 days should be thrown into the lion's den. So, Houston, we have a problem. Daniel isn't about to stop praying, and King Darius doesn't want him to be killed, but he feels like he has to follow through. In Daniel 6.16, it says, So the king gave the order, and they brought Daniel and threw him into the lion's den. The king said to Daniel, May your God, whom he served continually, rescue you. The king had tried before to rescue Daniel, but he couldn't. He knew that only God could. We're going to pick up in verse 19. At the first light of dawn, the king got up and hurried to the lion's den. When he came near the den, he called to Daniel in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God, whom you serve continually, been able to rescue you from the lions? Daniel answered, May the king live forever. My God sent his angel, and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me, because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I done any wrong before you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to lift Daniel out of the den. And when Daniel was lifted from the den, no wound was found on him, because he had trusted in his God. So what do we notice? Like in the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God didn't pull Daniel out, but he kept him safe within. And look at Darius's reaction beginning in verse 26. I issue a decree in every part of my kingdom. People must fear and reverence the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. This story is as much about the rescue of others as it is of Daniel, because look at the change in King Darius. He sees God for all that God is. He turns to him and turns his people to him. From both these stories, we see the people who are in the midst of crisis, but they choose to stand in faith. They don't freak out. They trust. Even without knowing how it will end, they trust in God, knowing he does, knowing he is more powerful than any furnace or any lion. You may feel like the heat is getting turned up right now or that there are lions nipping at your heels. But remember that in the midst of this, God is our portion and our protector. And it's not just about us. But our ability to stand in him and not be shaken may allow others to see him, to show them that there is someone who is in control, even when it seems like things are out of control. This is bigger than us. Can we go around acting like it's the end of the world? Sure, but what good would that do? But what about if we stand firm in faith, stand on our faith, a faith that is not shaken no matter the crisis? God is moving. Let him move through you. Thanks for joining me today. I know this podcast was longer than normal, but I figure you probably don't have many places to be right now, right? Remember, you can always find more Uniquely Created on Facebook or Instagram. And if you know someone who you think would like this podcast, pass it on. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you soon.